I want to take a quick second to promote a business that's a friend of the podcast and also a person who runs it as a friend of mine, and that is Sick Little Creations. So you can find it on Redbubble. There's amazing uh, stuff on there. You can find artwork, stickers, um, some clothing, a bunch of other stuff. Find it on redbubble.com. You can also uh, find more of her work at Pinterest. Be sure to check that out. It's really amazing work. So any at any time you have, you need to get a gift for someone. Like I know we're, you likely just missed Mother's Day, but still you do have, you do have Father's Day coming up. There's still birthdays. There are a variety of other holidays that you can go for. So definitely be sure to check that out. And that's the Sick Little Creations. And you can find that on Redbubble, and also be sure to follow her on Pinterest as well. Hi everybody, this is Matt Kirby, and welcome to a brand new episode of Groupie and Harmony, the podcast all about music. So, today, I know normally I'm like all excited to start out and have a lot of fun with these episodes. Today, will it's more of a somber tone due to the big news related to Astroworld Festival. Um, and that's going to be the focus today, because even though there are, like, other small things, I want to dedicate this episode definitely for that, and then I'll get into, um, what we'll have, what we'll discuss this upcoming week related to that. Before we do that, I'm just gonna, well, this is horrible placement as to it, but my typical shameless self-promotion. I have a Facebook page called Groupie and Harmony. I post on there whenever I have a new episode, whenever I have any updates about the podcast, or whenever I have a new post out for my music blog, Feeling Groupie. So I had promised to originally to have um, the blog post version of my uh, of my Grammy predictions that were like more ex- more extensive in terms of number of artists. Um, that will be coming out sometime this week. How? Um, not sure exactly of the date yet, maybe tomorrow or the next day, but I'll tell you for, but you, I'll post on there when I release it. I also have a basketball blog with a separate Facebook page. Is Baller trademarked yet? On, uh, I recently posted on there related to, um, some early surprises and disappointments in the NBA. Um, so be sure to check that one out. I'm going to have more coming out soon because there's a bunch going on in the NBA as well. Um, and then... For, uh, for Philly Groupie, I'm going to have a, in addition to the Grammy post, I'm going to have a, another post that will be out, um, hopefully within the next month in particular. I'll probably have another smaller one, but there one big one in the next month that I'm really excited for. Um, so I'll keep you all posted related to that. So now for Ashworld, most of you have probably heard about this by now, um, but on, uh, Friday on Friday night, uh, there was a massive crowd crowd surge at Astro World Festival in uh, Houston. Um, that uh, that was headlined by Travis Scott during Travis Scott's set. Um, a lot of people um, surged at the stage. Eight people were killed. Um, over it sounded like over three hundred were injured. Um, and were had to be treated at the hospital, um, at local hospitals. Uh, there were, there were like also several people that, uh, had cardiac arrest issues. They were pulling, like, unconscious people out. So, um, 
there's a lot I want to discuss about this. Oh, which is why I'm dedicating the entire episode to this. So, uh, first, um, so first off, I want to send condolences to, um, to the individuals and their families and friends and those close to them who have lost their lives. Um, it's absolutely heartbreaking, um, especially since, uh, um, uh, since seven of, I, th I think eight, seven of the eight individuals, last I heard, their identities had been revealed. And, uh, or as of, oh, um, as of 11.27, or 25, I guess, on Sunday, that was the last I heard. And, uh, while I don't want to say the names of the individuals, um, like, the oldest of them was 27. And there were two that were under 18. You had a 14-year-old, a 16-year-old, two 21-year-olds, two 23-year-olds, and a 27-year-old. And that, that is absolutely devastating for someone to, to have to lose their life for something like that. Especially at like a concert where they likely were not uh, anticipating anything like that. Um, like what before they went, that's that, and I mean, I will say, cause I've been at some insane concerts, but I've never been at a, I've never seen anything like this. I can't even begin to imagine how scary that was. And also my heart goes out to, thoughts and prayers go out to those who were impacted by the festival as well, like any injuries as well. Or anything to that matter. Because, um, I mean, I'm sure most people when they go did not expect this. So, that that's absolutely heartbreaking to have to hear about that. Um, and now, um, so they also um, did a... a they also have canceled, uh, they canceled the second day of it. Day one was on Friday. Day two was going to be Saturday. They canceled that day, um, as a result. And, uh, and, uh, Tra uh Travis Scott and Astroworld both made statements related to it, uh, on Twitter or right after a hat or either Twitter or Instagram, I don't remember which, right after it happened. Um, and, uh, um, and like had also like mentioned that if they, if anyone like um, knew of anything, anything like that, if they could like just rep uh, report it to like the local police also. Um, so there's a few things that I want to discuss as well related to this. One is that, um, so actually just because I, well, I know for me, I, there are a lot of videos out there. I didn't watch any. And that's just because I know, I think for me, it would be, I think for me, it would be really difficult to personally. But I have read various testimonies. So there are, uh, so these are a few. Um, so it was posted on NBC Connecticut. Um, it, this, these were, um, reported from, um, Associate from Associate Press by reporter um, Keisha Coronado, 
um, from Austin. So um, I'm just going to read these testimonies that are just as written. Um, Ariel Little of New York was in the middle of the crowd in a prime viewing, viewing spot with her husband for only a brief moment before she started to struggle. And it was in trying to escape the increasingly packed venue that the couple realized how dangerous it was becoming. Little's voice quivered with emotion as she described how small she felt, gasping for air as she was battered by the crowd. My chest is in so much pain from people pushing and crushing, literally crushing, my chest and in my lungs. And all I can remember is just screaming for him, I gotta get out, I gotta get out, and people weren't moving, Little said. They thought it was a joke, but it was like literally people dying. Her husband, Sean, surveyed the scene quickly to find a way out. There was a lot of people in my section that were kind of screaming and having panic attacks just because it felt it felt almost as if you were, were in a, under an elevator and the elevator was coming down on you and, uh, and there was nothing you could do about it, Sean Little said. No one in my section at the time was moving because I think everyone was just in shock of how crazy and how panicked it, that everyone was. There was a lot of fear in people's eyes. Madeline Eskins is an intensive care unit nurse who said she was one of the fe festival goers who passed out at, at the mass of people pressed cl close to the stage. She was taken to a slightly less crowded area for medical attention where she woke up. Eskins, 23, of Houston, said she saw someone nearby who needed medical help and she told them she was a nurse. When a security guard overheard her, he asked if she could start helping others, Eskin said. There were three people on the ground getting CPR and the most di most disorganized chaos that I have ever seen in my life, Eskin said. Eskin said she tried to gu uh, guide medical staff and volunteers on how to use a defibrillator um, and she also helped to check for pulses and do CPR compressions on several people. When the main performer came out, like Travis, people got like compressed because they really wanted to see him, said Sal, uh, Salinas. It, it was like you were suffocated in there. If you weren't on the side or anything, you were getting suffocated. Uh, Nyara Goods, 28, of New York, said the crowd surged as a timer clicked down to the start of the performance. As soon as he jumped on the stage, it was like an energy took off and everything went haywire. All of a sudden, your ribs are get, being crushed. You have someone's arm in, in the neck. You're trying to breathe, but you can't, said Goods, who traveled to Texas to see her friends and celebrate a birthday. She said she and her friends, one of whom was punched on the head and jaw, were quickly separated from each other, but all escaped. Goods said she was so desperate to get out that she bit a man on the shoulder to get him to move. Some people are laughing at us, those who were screaming to get out, because they thought it was funny. They didn't realize that it was terror, she said. Later, after getting to safety, she saw the injured steaming or streaming to safety in gurneys or in wheelchairs. It was, the, it was literally the scariest night of my life. I literally thought I was going to die trying to get out. That's just not what you pay for, she said. Gary Gaston of Houston said he went to the concert with his ex-wife, their 14-year-old son, and the teen's friend. They felt so threatened after only a few of Scott's songs that they decided to leave and meet outside by the medical tent. When Gaston and 
uh, ex-wife, his ex-wife arrived shortly after 10 p.m. He saw, uh, he said they saw medical personnel start to bring at least eight people into the tent on gurneys, most of whom appeared unresponsive. It was surreal because you see these people being pulled out on these gurneys and people running into the medical tent, but the music is still going. Gaston said, people in the arena were unaware of it. Gavin Flores said people I kept trying to scoot into spaces where there was none to spare, while others tried to will their way safe uh, will their way towards the barricades to jump over safely. They couldn't get the, there because there was people like blocking them. So those people like ha they had to just deal with it, be like because they couldn't get out of the show. Flores said, they were like chanting, "Stop the show!" And there was a guy in the back getting CPR. So many people were getting CPR. Like, it was absurd. Julian Pont said that there were signs of injuries, but he didn't realize there were deaths until after he got home. It was mind-blowing. Like, we were, kept hearing people say, Stop the show! Stop the show! But we didn't know what was going on. We heard somebody was bleeding. We heard a lot of stuff, and we weren't too sure. Pont said, I don't even know how to feel. It's just breathtaking. So, I think reading those, there were a bunch of things that really stood out. Um, I think that for me, the one that, um, um, that, uh, that they had someone who was there in attendance helping out, uh, medical, um, medical uh, with medical issues, not only the fact that she was doing that, but also the fact that she, um, that, uh, they were, that they, um, like, that she had just come to it after passing out and uh the and the thing is that i've that i've uh um that i've read is that uh it sounds like that it took a long time for um cnn in particular um reported that more than 20 minutes passed before uh before medical personnel came for some people um and uh even apparently two audience members had even said that um travis scott had stopped multiple times three times in particular to ask for people to get over there to help um and so and i mean also like and one that i've heard also is that uh they, that when people were chanting stop the show for one man who had went unconscious and he Travis Scott did stop the show he like it stopped because he he had said that he didn't know he couldn't tell every, the extent of everything that was going on um I mean the last part also with uh Pond saying that uh that they didn't realize that people had died I this in sometimes in those kind of situations you don't realize that something crazy just happened like um there was when I was living in Raleigh North Carolina um, there was one time where I went to a, a New Year's Eve ball drop event kind of thing, and I, and apparently, um, while we were there, um, like, maybe a block away or something like that, um, someone had shot a couple bullets up in the air, and then they hit, and then they hit someone when they came back down, and, um, and the, um, I had no, we had no idea that until like a day or two later that anything like that had happened. Um, 
We couldn't even hear any sort of gunshot. Um, and um, I think that a, for a lot and for, for a lot of people, I it was sounding like also with, that there was a lot of people reporting that there were a lot of mosh pits and all, which was part of what caused that. I so I've been to a bunch of metal shows, which have which very frequent at metal shows to have big mosh pits, and I. I think that with the, the thing is, I think that with the mosh pits that I've, at shows I've been to, is that people realize, like, when, like, if some, like, the instant someone falls down, they're able to realize that, uh, to notice that and pull them back up. Now, I've, I don't, I've never been at, uh, an event where people are so crammed at the front, um, or if they were, I haven't been in the front, so I didn't know that. So I, but I, so I, so and that's a little bit different because when you have people pushing from the back related to that, um, then that is a lot different. Um, uh, and then a couple other things that I want to discuss related to this is that, um, so Travis Scott has said that he wasn't aware of what was going on, and uh, um, and I, a lot of people, to say the least, have I don't know if "come after him" is the right word, but uh, really responded with hostility to that notion. And I, and I mean, to his credit, with that, um, he. He did stop when he heard people saying to stop, and like when he could see someone in trouble, and he asked them to stop, or he asked people to help them. Um, but I mean, in to his credit in particular, um, beyond that, I because I not wasn't as hostile towards him in that regard in while performing. I um, I think that a bigger because th I so I while I haven't like. Well, I mean, I've done, like, different performances, whether it was, like, a music thing or whether I've tried to stand in comedy a few times. Um, and what I will say is, first off, I know for me, like, when I did stand-up in particular, it was, maybe it was just, like, the dynamics of some stages that I was at, but I couldn't hear anything when I was up on stage. And a lot of times I could barely see anything once lights were pointing in my direction. Which, I mean, it was a... Which the show was a night show, so, um, so as such, <clears throat> excuse me, as such, he, there would have been nights there, or lights there, rather, and so I think that for me, and well, I mean, so I think just from my perspective of that, I wasn't as, like, hostile being like, well, you should have, you should have known it, how can you be that oblivious? Well, when you're on stage in cases, there are a lot of times where it's, really difficult. You look out at the crowd and sometimes you can't see anything out there. That's the first couple rows even. I know even like a case of like when I was in, when I was in, even like when I was in orchestra in high school, I remember like we'd like finish or whatever and we had to stand or whatever, look at the audience. I'd look up and I'd see the first row. I'd see bodies in the other rows. I'd see some hands moving, clapping or whatever, but I really couldn't. I mean with the lights pointing right at me, I couldn't see past that. So I think that, uh, 
that is something that I do want people to realize before they continue to attack him necessarily. Now, should the concert have gone on? No. Not when that was happening. It should have been stopped before that. Um, which, uh, there's a bunch that I'm, of things really that I think really did go wrong here. So, um, I mean, uh, first off, like, uh, there was, um, excuse me, there was one report that had come out that, uh, that even earlier in the event, um, there, uh, Um, that uh, um, that there was a gate rush earlier um, in the day um, where people were rushing through VIP entrance. Um, according to CNN, quote, earlier in the day, video from CNN affiliate KPRC showed numerous people rushing through a VIP entrance at the event, knocking over metal detectors and sometimes other people and ignoring se uh, security staff. Um, the video showed some people helping a few others up. Um, and uh, Pena, who I believe was the, fi as the fire chief of the area, um, sa uh, said he didn't know what caused the rush either. Quote, we do know that we had people jump the fence, end quote. And at least one, other, one person was injured in the afternoon rush, Pena said. Um, and also, apparently, there were um, three people that were trampled and hospitalized last year during, or not last year, sorry, 2019, during the last festival, um, during a rush. So I so I think that hearing that, I mean, it's obvious that they didn't have the safety procedures in place. Um, if, and, uh, and also, um, there, uh, um, there also were case, uh, are cases of like other people having been injured. Um, there was one person um, who apparently had uh, made a statement related to this, where uh, he was actually paralyzed from a 2017 concert um, in New York City after being pushed from a third floor balcony. Um, so I think that. Uh, with this, I think that um, if I really do think that you do have to uh, have more more precautions during this if this does happen, um, like you know, for instance, uh, at a met, at a metal show that I went to re um, probably a month and a half ago, um, for this one band, August Burns Red. So they typically have uh, mosh pits, and they even at one point encourage a wall of death where basically you have two lines of people run at each other full speed. Um, and at that one, they had, they had like a few different people that were in the areas where, uh, the a few employees that were in the areas where they figured where they thought monsters would be. And when they had more, and when more started, they like sent more people out there. And, uh, in the area that I was, and again, the, um, I know at the metal shows that I've been to, typically it has, uh, if someone falls, falls down or whatever, people get them up. Like the shows that I've been to, I mean, like I, where someone got hurt in a mosh pit, there's two that come to mind. One like crowd surfer 
um, with into a mosh pit. I and like I mean, the, and they stopped and like they people moved out of the way when the band realized what had happened. Again, they couldn't really see it out there immediately, so they didn't know immediately what had happened until someone came out to stop them. Um, then uh, that person was carried away by a stretcher. This one um, at August Madrid, someone uh, had like I think dislocated their shoulder, so um, someone picked them up, pulled them out, and walked them back. This is really, I mean, so yeah, I think you do have to have someone who is there are people in there to push them back, but at the same time, at something this big, if this keeps on happening, that, um, that really is, I mean, that's, I think that, I mean, I know fans will hate to say that, but hear this, I mean, rather, but, I mean, this really says something about the fans if they're doing that and being oblivious to everyone around them. Um, and I know I keep referencing uh, metal things, but metal, metal shows if someone gets hurt, they're, everyone stops, make sure they're okay, and once they're out of there okay, then they go back to, to doing what they were after everyone's okay and everyone's clear out of the way. So I think, but at the same time though, if something like this is to happen where multiple, if someone gets hurt, the show, I mean, if it's something that's like serious, um, the show sh should be stopped. Um, and it's, I know it's more difficult with bigger shows, um, where like I know with smaller shows, I, there are two shows that I was at where the show had gotten stopped due to an injury once because when the girl was crowd surfing, and then once at a really small show I went to where uh, a girl had an epileptic seizure during the show. So both of those shows were stopped as a result of that, but I mean, for at this one I think that it was just so much, and those both shows ended up going on after that, but for this one, there was, and he did, Travis Scott, to his credit, did stop the show when he heard stop, people shouting, stop the show, stop the show. But, I, but someone needed to be there and say, hey, look, this is out of control, we need to shut down the show. The second that you have multiple people there. And also the fact that, um, that if emergency people, if uh, personnel couldn't get in there for 20 minutes for people, especially with it being crowded, that's a fire hazard. The fire department should have stopped that. And I know they might say that, uh, hey, this one is, uh, and they, I know you could argue, like, well, there, it wasn't that there was the number of people in there. Well, still, though, it is a serious fire hazard. People are that condensed, and people can't move. So if there is a fire, then they wouldn't have been able to get out. So I think that both of those are massive, massive issues that needed to be resolved and weren't, it sounds like. Um and really didn't have the right precautions available for that. Um, it didn't sound like that they were that that the festival was prepared at all for that, for any of that. Um, and uh, I mean, especially, and I do think that um, if the, if like multiple people are getting injured at like this festival, and you do need to bump up medical personnel, you do need to bump up security to make sure stuff like that doesn't happen. And if there's already an issue with the uh, with a gate already being trampled, with multiple people trampling it, you do need to be on extra alert there because then you wonder, well, could something like this happen as the day goes on when more people are in there? Because in that case, then, yeah, there really is a good chance that something additional could happen there. And, um, so far, one person, uh, one person has sued Travis Scott, um, one person who, uh, 
was uh, in, one person injured um, sued him of or accused him of uh, express encouragement of violence. Um, he's uh, and claimed that been uh, uh, claimed that he's that this was uh, predictable and preventable. Um, is seeking at least a million dollars in damages and a temporary restraining order um, to prevent any destruction of evidence, according to People Magazine, um, darkfield.com. And um, um, the, the individual has said that um, he, quote, suffered serious bodily injuries when the uncontrolled crowd at the concert knocked him to the ground and trampled him. Um, End quote. And um, I and apparently um, at the past he has actually Travis Scott has actually incited um, incited riots um, at shows before. Um, I've never been to one of his shows or anything like that, but, uh, or few day clips of it, but, um, but I really do think that in, that in this case, if, whether you're encouraging or not, if, if that's happening, because he was one of the organizers, even if you're the organizer performing, you do need someone else to, uh, there to, um, like whether it's tell you stop, stop it, um, just oversee everything, because it sounded like they really didn't have that there. I really do think that this festival was just unprepared in general. And, uh, and I mean, I, every so every so often you do have just, um, festivals that are so poorly, poorly managed and poorly run, and usually they're pretty damn funny when that happens. Like, for instance, Woodstock 50 didn't happen because, uh, well, it was just an, it was just a cluster beep of, bleep of, a of just total disorganization and mismanagement. Um, like, uh, there are elements of Firefest that, in, in retrospect, are just hysterical that they thought that that would be able to get away with it. Um, you have, like, um, other thing, other festivals that have moments, like, uh, the original Woodstock, that, uh, where it's, like, I mean, so much went wrong with that one, it's a miracle that it's, that they got through the week. So much of it is just so funny. But I think that with this one, because, I mean, everything that went wrong, in my opinion, resulted in injuries and deaths, so there's no humor in it, and that's, and that just makes it even worse, because I, because I love learning about just festivals that were total failures, things went totally wrong, um, but this one, I have no joy in reading anything about it, nor should I, I mean, so many people, like, this was, in my opinion, totally preventable. Like, if you had, like, I mean, 
at a festival, you are bound to have at least some injuries. But at this one, you had 300 injuries. You had 300 injuries. Um, and I, so, um, and there were uh, 10,000. Uh, there were 10,000 tickets there. So we'll just say that if everyone was there, I mean, that's still 0.3% of people getting injured there. And right, I know some people might say, "Oh, that's not a lot," but that's. I mean, even like. That's the number of people that had to go to the hospital afterwards. So realistically, there were probably like during that set. Five times, or even six times, that number that uh. Ha that. Had to that did have to go, um, so that or, so if it was six times, for instance, then I mean, then one point eight percent of people were had to deal with some sort of injury. That is a really high number, and I. And I, I'm not saying that, and while I say that, I don't want to reduce deaths to uh, the, everyone's lives there to injuries, or to numbers, rather. Um, I'm, I'm more saying that just to show, just with that scale, I mean, it's not that, I mean, because I've been to smaller shows where it's like, yeah, someone got hurt kind of thing. And, but, somehow they were able to manage it, or if there were cases where, Multiple people got hurt. Okay, they were able to, they were able to get them out, manage it. But in this case, if you're having a point where um, where it wouldn't surprise me if there was more, almost two percent of people were, had dealt with some sort of injuries, maybe more. Especially since people were cramming together, there were likely more people. Um, even especially, I guarantee you, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, they were. It wouldn't surprise me if like even like you had more than one or two percent of people. And I cried having a panic attacks even. Um, maybe prob probably it wouldn't surprise me as many as five percent, uh, maybe more. Um, but counting the, and I'm not I wasn't even counting that in my in my measurement there. So what I'm saying is that if you have that high a percentage, there you when organizing a festival, a concert, anything like that, you have to have the medical personnel available for that event. You have to have the medical personnel ready for that kind of event, and uh, and the appropriate emergency personnel in general to provide assistance in an event like that. And especially when something happens earlier, early in the day, or multiple things the years previous, or if that's if someone has a reputation, then you have to have everything prepared in that event. And I think that this is this was totally preventable, and it's devastating that that though that um that frankly the festival organizers did not do what they were supposed to in terms of they were they um they allowed a concert that um that frankly was a slaughterhouse to continue on, and they allowed a and they didn't have the a right a proper number of medical personnel. They didn't have a way to get in there. They didn't uh, stop the they didn't stop the show when when medical personnel could not get in there. And it resulted in people who, um, some of whom were dealing with medical issues themselves, helping others, and allowing the show to continue going to continue going on while people were dropping left and right. That is a that was totally preventable, and I have 
condolences for the individuals involved, and I am glad, but still, there is an investigation going on this, and my response is, good, there needs to be one with this, if that is going, if something like this is going to happen. Any time that anyone dies, or is hospitalized, it's a it's not something necessarily write off, but, and I mean, I know sometimes people will like make bigger deals about certain things. You know, like um, one I think it was a Chance the Rapper show I went to. Um, I think there was something like fifty people either hospitalized or arrested at it because but that was because of underage drinking. And people, there some newspapers were making a big deal about it, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, the thing is though, that, I mean. It really was just that people were bringing fake IDs or drinking in the parking lot of the show. This one is inside the show and is infuriates me at just how unprepared and how ignorant the organizers were in this regard to allow it to not only to not only allow a tragedy to occur, but to keep allowing it to get to the point where multiple people were killed. So, um, that's it for today. I don't really want to add in anything else. Um, one thing to look out for, because this one is part one of a discussion related to this. I, sometime this week, I'm also going to have, um, my legal expert, uh, my sister, um, come in as a guest, um, and uh, discuss it as well to see what kind of legal ramifications might occur with that, because I personally am re I've always am really interested in like, because um, I know I've had her on actually discussing this like about what who could be held responsible or liable in different situations related to moshing or um, things like that. So I think this one is, I, I think it I find it interesting. I think that she would be really beneficial to discuss that as well, to see, like, what we can come, we've already seen one lawsuit, what else could happen, like, for both, uh, for, like, criminal civil side, um, and, uh, I'm, it's, and, uh, I might have another one with an update, depending, I'm not sure yet what's, I'm just, I'm keeping a close eye on this story, and if nothing else, I'll, uh, if there once more enough, then I'll uh, I'll uh, discuss it in a future podcast. Um, and I know that there was multiple mu things related to music that have happened in the last few weeks, but um, ultimately I decided that this one was uh, major enough that I wanted to cover it. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Um, I um, I hope that you got something out of this. Um, I. No, this wasn't probably wasn't the most enjoyable thing to listen to, but I think it is really important to discuss. And again, my condolences go out to those affected by it, especially the families and loved ones and friends of those who passed as a result from a preventable mismanaged event. Um, so thank you so much. I'll uh, talk to you sometime this week. Bye. Hi everybody, uh, it's Matt again. I so I recorded the first part of that episode uh, last 
on Sunday night, and I wasn't able to get it released Sunday night or Monday morning. So it's Monday evening, and I do want to give a few updates that have come out throughout the day related to uh, the Astroworld Festival. Um, so there have been more lawsuits that have been filed, and in particular, in addition to Travis Scott, uh, Live Nation, and uh, the organizers of the festivals being uh, being sued. Now, Drake has also been sued as well um, because he... Uh, because he joined in the festival and uh, uh, joined in, uh, came on stage during Travis Scott's live set and then apparently has been accused of uh, um, excuse me, has apparently been being accused as a result of continu uh, continuing to uh, perform alongside while and inciting uh everything so um so i do expect we'll see more a bunch of different civil suits um and uh as i mentioned earlier meg is going to come on and jo discuss um at some time this week about what what different things we can see from that um and uh also uh Travis Scott has announced that he um is going to refund all um uh for all attendees um or offer a refund for all attendees and uh has also said that for everyone who did pass away at the festival will will he will cover the expenses of their funerals um Uh, he also uh, was scheduled to perform at uh, the Day in Vegas festival this weekend. He was go scheduled to be the headliner on Friday. Um, he will no longer uh, um, or Saturday rather, excuse me. He uh, he will not be uh, he has pulled out of the festival, will not be headlining that day um i expect that uh they likely because little baby and doja cat were also going to be performing that day i expect one of those will become the new headliner um and they will have t uh kendrick lamar on, on friday and then tyler creator on sunday for that one um also uh uh fortnite had um had an uh mode of Travis Scott, um, they have announced that as a that as a result of the festival, um, he they will uh they will be removing that one, um, and uh, excuse me, uh, previously he had uh hosted a virtual concert uh. Uh, in April, um, and, uh, so, uh, now it sounds like they are, at least in the meantime, cutting ties with him as a result of this, uh, and also a couple other things with that, um, that, uh, that, uh, the, um, 
the fire chief has like pointed out some other things related to this issue. Um, uh, Sam Pena um, has said, uh, quote, if the lights would have been turned on, if the promoter or artist called for that, it would have chilled the crowd. And who knows? Who knows what the outcome would have been? But everyone in that venue, starting from the artist on down, has a responsibility for public safety. Um, and uh, he had also said, quote, we actually pre-positioned uh, some units in there in anticipation of in case things went wrong, which I'm glad we did, because as we monitored and maintained situational awareness, we noticed that things were starting to get out of hand around 9.15, 9.30 after the concert started. Uh, we proactively started to deploy resources closer, and as soon as the communication sounded like they were being overwhelmed as far as the medical component, we started to deploy units into the area to begin treatment. Uh, and I think that one thing that, because I did say last night that, um, um, that, I mean, people had been saying that, uh, because I know a lot of people were blaming Travis Scott directly for not seeing people out there. And I did say that, like, with lights or audio on stage, it is tougher a lot of times to see that. Um, that said, I think one thing that I wish I had, it, um, that, or one thing that I didn't say with it that I think I, uh, that I think I was still thinking though, but didn't explain was that, uh, even still, I'm not necessarily saying that as the performer that necessarily waves him, uh, even still they should, even if he can't, there should be someone who, uh, who is able to, uh, to see that. Um, although I, in those kind of situations, I do put, admittedly put more responsibility on the, on the venue to, uh, stop the show rather than the performer. Um, for that kind of, for that kind of reason. Um, also, um, uh, Houston's police chief, uh, Troy Fenner had, uh, said that he met with, uh, that he met with shot, um, uh, and, uh, the Friday prior to the event, um, and, uh, quote, and had, quote, expressed his concerns regarding public safety. And also it said that, quote, uh, in my 31 years of law enforcement experience, I have never seen a time with more challenges facing citizens of all ages to uh, to include a global pandemic and social tensions throughout the media. Um, and he did say that the meeting was, quote, brief and respectful. Um, and but it also is sounding like that uh, uh, that the operations in the uh, the operations plan did not actually include a contingency uh, for a surging crowd. Um, uh, CNN had obtained a document related to that, and uh, one part of the document says, quote, uh, based on the site's layout and numerous past experiences, a security plan has been established to help mitigate potential negative issues within the scope of the festival. The potential for multiple alcohol-slash-drug-related incidents possible evacuation needs and the ever present threat of a mass casualty situation are identified as key, uh, are as key concerns. Um, and then when related to, uh, to large crowds, it said, uh, quote, the key in properly dealing with this situation of scenario is proper management of the crowd 
from the minute the door opens. Crowd management techniques will be employed to identify potentially dangerous crowd behavior in its early stages in an effort to prevent a civil disturbance slash riot. Um, though it didn't say what those techniques were in the plan. Um, so, um, and I think that beyond that, uh, beyond that, I think that, uh, it is, I think there is more, especially with that, because, uh, that, um, because now a lot of people have reported about several instances of, uh, of injuries, violence, uh, in the past, uh, Travis Scott himself had, uh, been arrested twice previously, um, for, uh, um, well, I don't know the exact charge. It was something along the lines of, uh, inciting or something like that. Um, and, uh, and I think that as a result to, for them to not have that included as part of their, uh, part of their plan, I think that is really, um, really not good. And, um, another thing that while I haven't seen it confirmed or anything, even anything more than rumored is that, um, is that there has been accusations that someone was, uh, um, that uh, someone had sta was stabbing a needle into people's necks, injecting with the, with drugs. Um, what uh, the Houston police has said that uh, or for, it was first reported by TMZ, uh, and uh, the their uh, Houston police department has discussed that uh, that they do believe this is a theory. Um, however, there that it has not been confirmed. There hasn't been any evidence showing that one yet but uh i um and uh there have been some who have also expressed doubts with that one um but even still though um there is this is going to be investigated um and really with this whole fest with this whole festival um they uh um Excuse me. With the whole festival, um, the uh the mayor, Houston's mayor had said that uh an investigation investigation could take quote weeks if not longer. So, um, I won't be only focusing on this for the upcoming weeks. Um, but as I hear more details about this, I will discuss them in episodes of the podcast, and uh, will uh, and then as I mentioned. Megan will come on. She'll discuss some legal aspects with us uh, because there are a lot of questions that I want to ask related to both civil and criminal side of things. And she, I think, is she, I think she's great at explaining it. So I think that she'll be awesome for this. Um, so thank you again. Um, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.